one will say, oh, but we're already children of God. We don't need to become friends of God. I mean, the Bible actually even says there's a friend that sits closer than a brother. So you can be in the same, as it were, family lineage with somebody, and yet, vitally, in terms of relationship, you are not um, experiencing the bond. You can be legally married to a woman and not vitally enjoying the marriage. You understand? I say you can be legally married to a woman and not vitally enjoying the marriage. For example, on, on paper, the day you got married, you signed the documents, everything shows that that is your wife. But if you get to the house and you guys are not talking, everybody has his own room. <laughs> you know, when you hear people um, narrate how they are going to enjoy their marriage, when you hear people narrate those things, how they are going to enjoy their marriage and that they are going to see their husband every day. You know, like I saw one lady post said, I'm going to have my own husband every day. You know, that it's like, it's Disney. La Superdora, those things. That's, that's what you're talking about. And it's amazing that those movies, those uh, movies you are watching, they try to depict a 40-year period in one hour. For you to know, it's not real. 20 years later. You think in your life they'll write 20 years later. It's not 20 years. You are going to live every moment. You understand? So it's important that like you face the word of God, face the reality. So like I'm saying, go to, if you're going to have your... It's amazing that people, when they, when they, maybe they get married because they, they prepared for the wedding and not necessarily for the marriage. For the first one year, they are the lovebirds, talking every time in the same room. After a while, everybody like, I need space. After a while, everybody now needs space. After three, four children, everybody now needs space. So you'd be surprised that these people who were jumping about married and on the day of the wedding, like everybody, uh, uh, uh. After five years, seven years, these women come home, they don't talk to each other. And are they fighting? No, they just don't talk. I mean, what's there to talk about? They've exhausted every conversation <laughs> within the next seven years. They've exhausted every conversation. Anything that needs to be asked has been asked. Probably at this time, the woman has been annoying the man. When she gets home, why is she annoying? Nothing. Just annoying. You know? So, on paper, they are probably married. But vitally, they are not enjoying the details of the marriage. The same way with with, with um, our, our relationship with God. He's our father. We are his sons. But then we need to go beyond just that relationship we share with him by being born again. In terms of our DNA with him. Now are we the sons of God. We need to go beyond it into having a vital relationship. Like I said, friendship with God is the was the reason for creation. People say that God created man to have dominion. You should read the scriptures well. Even though he created man to have dominion, that's not a reason he created man. He created man because of relationship. Because um, before, if you read the scriptures very well, you understand that. The world that God created for Adam wasn't the first world. 
So God already had a man who had dominion over the earth. So when you read the book of Ezekiel, um, he talks about a um, son of man lift up a lamentation against the king of Tyre. And he spoke about Lucifer and, spoke, and every um, mineral was your clothing. He said, you are the anointed cherub that covereth. So he was talking about Lucifer. When you read it very well, he was talking about Lucifer. So Lucifer was like the first man, as it were, who was over the first earth. So now God said, now let us create man in our own image. Why would he say that? Let us create man in our own image. Is because he already had a man who was not in God's image. And that earth was destroyed. Um, this is not a time to go into all that. And there, there was, that's what we call, um, people came with, there were people with disembodied spirits. All right. There's a difference between demons, evil spirit, and fallen angels. This, this is not a time for that. Right. One day when we will go into that. So, there became, there came disembodied spirits. People whose bodies were destroyed. And you know, the spirit does not decay. So all those people in that world are still there. But their bodies were destroyed. That earth was destroyed. And that, uh, that's what accounts for Genesis chapter 1 verse 1. Because if God was now creating heaven and earth and there the was water on the face of the earth, that means water is greater than God. That means God didn't create water. If God was not coming to create and there was already water, that means water existed before the creation. So that makes you know that the account in Genesis chapter 1 verse 1 is not a creation story. It's actually a recreation story. Because God had destroyed that earth with water. So that was the water they were talking about in Genesis chapter 1 verse 1. Now, someone says, what shows that there was water? When you read you know, the Bible is amazing. That's why when people say that, eh, the Bible was this one, made by this one. That's just so funny. I, you see, the Bible is so amazing. The, the, the great thing about it is that it's puzzled. It's puzzled. The scriptures are puzzled. It, you will need, sometimes you will need Isaiah, the revelation of Isaiah to understand Genesis. It's puzzled and it goes hand in hand. You, know, you can't pick a favorite book. They complement each other. So that's why when people say there are contradictions, they don't know the scriptures. Because when you check the scriptures, there's no contradiction. The only mistake you might find in the scriptures is translational errors. And the thing with, with the Hebrew language, the thing with the Hebrew language is that the, the, some of the letterings are similar, especially when it comes to the gametria. That's the, the letters for numbers. When it comes to the gametria, it's, so sometimes there were certain accounts in Chronicles that didn't really tell in terms of numbers with kings, first kings. So you think that, ah, the Bible is saying two different things. No, the only problem is the translation. Because you have to understand that in the Hebrew, there was actually the, the original text of the Hebrew letters, which does not have the Nikud. Which does not have the, 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 um, the vowels, okay? Which does not have the vowels. Then later, they now introduce the Masoretic text. Alright? That came from the Dead Sea Scrolls. And that one, when they introduced the, the vowels, it was because now the Hebrew language was going to be a language that people were going to learn. Okay? So they will need to be able to read. So you can't read something full of consonants. So they introduced the Nikud. Now, when you now take out these puzzles between the Hebrew letter, you will never find one contradiction in scriptures. Someone asked me a question. He says, Paul said, all right, 
that women should not be allowed to preach in church. So why are we not following that one? Let me explain. You have to be able to tell what Paul was writing to a particular church and what is written to be a doctrine. There were things that is okay, Paul said, greet my fellow Epaphras. Do you have Epaphras in your house? <laughs> he said Epaphroditus. There's Epaphroditus. Do you have do you know Epaphroditus? Specific to that church. So that thing was specific to that church. So there were certain things that Paul wrote specific to that church. Now you find out that Paul wrote it in two different places. First of all, he wrote it to Timothy and he also wrote it to Corinthians. Because he was addressing certain things in those churches. And someone said, okay, it has for something to become a doctrine, it must appear two times or three times in the scripture. Because the Bible says, at the word of two or three witnesses, is a word established. Okay, it looked like it appeared two times. Alright? So it could be a doctrine, no, because it was it appeared two times by the same person. Because in the mouth of two or three witnesses. So there must be another person to speak about it. And you notice that Jesus in his ministry acknowledged women. When he rose from the dead, women had to see him first because women will believe. If Peter came, to, you say it's not true. Hard guys. You know, women, when you tell them something, hallelujah. Friends of God. Alright, so I said it's a relationship. Alright, so I said God is a relational God. God wants to relate with us. Alright, so when he created Adam, it was because of relation. And how do you know? Because after he created Adam, the next thing is, he gave Adam work to do. The Bible says that the voice of God came walking in the garden. So every time, God would come and visit Adam and be talking with Adam. When God created all the angels, God was not having fellowship with the angels. Because angels work like robots. When an angel is fashioned to work as a messenger, he cannot do anything as a messenger. You understand? It's like they work, they are ministry spirits. And Bible talks about those ones that were made by the breath of God, by the word of God, by the breath of God. And those angels came in their multitude. So God did mass production of angels. Okay? So God did that for the angels. But with man, he had to. So angels are not a race. Because they don't have generations. Alright? So they, they are like, like products. Like they just, so in the angels, there are the Elohim. Someone surprised. There are, there are angels that bear Elohim. And they are angels, they are Ben Elohim. They are, they are actually angels that are Elohim. And they are Ben Elohim. Then after them, they are ranks. They are different, different ranks. They are angels. So when you see, especially, um, any man of God um, into the healing ministry, people get healed all the time. There are special angels that are given that person. Right? So when he speaks, the angels have to honor honor what the man of God has said because it was given to him to help him in ministry. Alright? So they are, the angels are the host of God. The Bible calls them the host of God. And the Holy Ghost is the captain of the hosts of God. Alright. So I said God is a relational God and despite his greatness and all that, God has a soft spot for man. God has a very soft spot for man. 
He said, what a man that thou art mindful of him, a son of man that thou visitest him. So I see the word visit. He comes to visit man. He comes to talk to man. God has, that's why I like this song. We are an altar of broken stones, but you delight in the offering. You have the heavens to call your own, but you abide in the song we sing. Ten thousand angels surround your throne to bring you praise that will never cease. But hallelujah from here below is still your favorite melody. Amazing. Amazing. Those words were so crafted. And the first time I heard, I'm like, who wrote this? But hallelujah from here below is still your favorite melody. When God hears us sing, because when it comes to voice, we are, we are no part of. I'm shocked when people, I'm shocked when people think that they need a nice voice to, to, like, for example, one, one, one person was singing and the person did, those who know me very well know that I don't like too many riffs and runs. The person was doing riffs, doing still styles. I said, can you reduce? She said, no, I need to sing it for God. I said, eh? You think God is impressed with your riffs or runs? Let your heart riff and run. <laughs> that is the one that God wants. Am I saying it's not good to give excellent music? It's very good. Let me tell you what that one does. That one helps us. When the music is good, it helps us to be able to connect. And it sometimes helps you to be able to connect. Because sometimes you realize that you make a faster connection with God when the harmonies are good. So that one is for your own connection. It's for your own network. Because God, the network is hearing, is on your heart. Heaven hears your heart than your words. See, so the person, some of the things, we need to sing well. So, yes, I'm a, a good advocate of excellent things. I'm a good advocate of excellent music. But let the focus, when, if you, you're looking for a sacrifice to give to God, he said, as David said, the sacrifices are of God, he said, I broke his sweat in a contrite heart. He said, that's the sacrifice of God. He said, if you wanted goats, I would have given you, I'm paraphrasing, that's Psalm, Psalm 50. He said, if you wanted sacrifice, I would have given you. But he said, David said, I realized that the true sacrifice of God, I broke his spirit, a contrary heart. He said, and I broke his spirit, he said, thou will not reject. For once, we saw that God, there's something God cannot reject. There are things that God has rejected. God has rejected offerings before. God has rejected prayers before. God has rejected songs before. God has rejected shouts before. God has rejected things. He said, that David said, the only thing that God will not reject is a broken spirit and a contrite heart. So God seeks that kind of vital friendship with us. And it's so important that we, 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 we give time to it and understand that it won't... Look, friendship with God will take you places that that um, your, your sun-up to sundown prayers will not do. Friendship with God. Job chapter 29. I want you give me the TLB. The, the Living Bible Translation. Job continues. 
Oh, for the years gone by when God took care of me. When he lighted the way before me and I walked safely through the darkness. He said, yes, in my early years, when the friendship of God was felt in my home. When the Almighty was still with me, my children were around me. Then what happened because of that? He said, when my project prospered and even the rocks poured out streams of olive oil to me. See what the friendship of God was doing for me. He said, those were the days when I went to the city gate and took my place among the honored elders. He said, the young saw me and stepped aside. He said, his, his, his friendship with God. I see, he said, the young, when the young saw me and stepped aside, he said, and even the agent rose and stood up in respect at my coming. Friendship with God will give you honor before men. Who give you honor before men? Continue. He said, the princes stood in silence and laid their hands upon their mouths. Friendship with God will make you a wonder. David said, I am as a wonder unto many, but thou art my refuge. People look at you and they can't understand. And the secret is friendship. He said, when the friendship of God was felt in my home. King James said, when the secret of God was upon my tabernacle. The word secret over there, the actual Hebrew word is sword. Sword is, is, a, is a rabbinical term for, for, for secret counsel. Okay? For, you know, in, in teaching, in teaching. There are four, there are four sides of teaching. When any scripture you pick, you will see four sides of it. Alright? There's the Pesha, there's the Midrash, there's the, and the last one is the sword. The sword is like, um, something that is hidden in that scripture that God has not showed anybody, then God shows it to one person. That's what he calls over there, that the secret of God was upon my tabernacle. So, it's like, when we say the friendship of God, it's like God taking a certain you know, delight in you so much so that every single, single thing he wants to tell you. You understand? Every single thing he wants to all When you check the scriptures, all the people who were called friends of God, one of the things that was common with them was a revelation. He said, Daniel, a man greatly beloved, and he's the one who saw all the revelation. I mean, the things, check it. The whole world. Things that happened before, the next things to come, the next kingdoms to come, which one? Antichrist, everything Daniel saw. So many years before he came. If God wanted to show it to anybody, he should have shown it to those who are closer. So many years before he came, even when they were in Babylon, he showed it to them. Then he now expounded it further to John. And John too was called um, uh, uh, the, the, the disciple whom Jesus loved. So you can see that friendship with God and that sharing of love with God is what brings about revelation. God does not show things to people who does not love. He said the secret of God, Psalm 25 verse 14. He said the secret of the Lord is with them that fear him. And he will show them his covenant. Can you give me the message? He said God friendship is for God worshippers. The word worshippers there is God lovers. Because that word worship over there is like, um, is like kissing. Alright? Kissing someone's leg. Yeah, that's the word over there. That's the meaning in Hebrew. What we call worship, eh? That we lift our hand and most of the time it's actually praise and it's actually powerful. When we come to worship, worship is intimate. Worship can happen, alright, without you singing. Yeah. 
Music, a lot of the time, is just a vehicle for worship. Worship can happen without singing. There are some people, their offering is a worship. So, God's friendship is for God's worship. They are the ones he confides in. You see, God wants to do something, then you now come and talk to this person. He's the one he confides in the person because the person is a God lover. Let me show you something. Listen. You know one of the things that does not make relationship between men and women work? Let me show you what doesn't make it work. And it's the same thing that is responsible for what does not make relationship between God and men drive. This is the problem. The problem is that men think women are men. I've said this thing over and over again. The day you will catch it, that is it. Women too think men are women. Can't you just have time for me? Can't you just have time for me? Men are not wired like that. And the demands that the, the men too are making, women are also not really wired like that. So these two people are actually two opposite people that if you want the relationship to work, you will have to learn it. <laughs> Come on now. Do you know that? Do you know that? The people who know how to treat ladies well the most, they are the ones who hurt them. The ones that the ladies call, he's a sweet guy. This guy's like, they are the bad boys. They are the, they are the play, they are the players. You know why? They have, it's not like they are sweet. Oh. They have learned the crafts. Come on now. <laughs> it's a, it's a craft. I, I, I don't know personally. Maybe I would like to ask. Maybe a guy say I'll ask them. Look, is it natural for a man to go and buy flour for a girl? Is it natural? What are you doing with a flower? What? No. Okay, guys, I want to know. Is flour. Those on YouTube, please answer me. Is it normal like a guy will say, I'm buying flour? Is it like, do you like the flour? Teddy bear. No, say it to the microphone. Say, a friend of yours. The, the, the girlfriend actually had a, a birthday coming, so he went to buy teddy bear. So he called us to go and then look for the look nicest, for the nicest teddy bear to select the, the best. So we went to accompany him. <laughs> <laughs> look for it. So, so is it like he was? You don't wait. It's not like he, he enjoyed the teddy bear. Teddy bears. Some of them, you go and stand there, and I say, guy, you don't know which one to select. So you have to call another lady. Another lady to help you to select. We don't want. So sometimes you see on Vows Day, a lady will buy chocolate for a guy. Oh, there they? No, I, I mean,
Is that will buy singlet and handkerchief? <laughs> no, for, for, for a lady, you might buy those things and say, they'll tell you the little things. What, are, what is little thing? I don't need any little thing. Buy a car. <laughs> you see? So the thing is that the ladies will now say it's romantic. And that is the reason why the guy, the guy doesn't find that flower romantic. It is no part. He's, he, he has to know the craft. So it's because of the lady, because he wants the relationship to work. So he has to learn how to be sweet to the lady because left to him alone. When I was in a boys' school, nobody wants to be sweet to anybody. Charlie, where they go? And they go here. So we, Charlie, if you go and buy this thing for me, there's a, you go ahead. Fuck, we don't, we don't have time for little, little kind of bickering and all those things are for the other party. The same way too. Ladies think men are women. So they sometimes expect certain things from men that women should understand. It's like he should know. He should, he won't know. I'm talking, eh? So that the day, you know what the Bible says concerning, he said, the Bible said in the book of Peter, he said the man should dwell with the woman according to knowledge. That means, man, go and take book, learn woman. Because I'm telling you the truth that you will otherwise you'll always be frustrated because what is all this? I'm preaching on. So that's one of the things that does not make this relationship work. The same way between us and God, men and God. Men think God is a man. So they try to. So that's why when, when we make small mistake, we think he's offended. Spirits don't behave like that. <laughs> Spirits don't behave like that. Spirit, most of the time, is justice. Is it the, the, the wrong? Is it up to? If it's not up to, we can't act. Most of the time, it's justice. Is it paid for? If it's paid for, it's paid for. No matter how many sins you have committed, you accept Jesus Christ, he has paid. Is it justifiable? It's justifiable. We move. Is so you begging God that God please forgive me. I, I, I want to save, I want to be saved. It's not, it's irrelevant to the spirit realm. <laughs> you know when the Bible says that our sins he remembers no more, our sins and I think he remembers no more. When the Bible says that actually. Sometimes we try to remind God of God the last time I went to do this and God says, I don't remember. Is it that he doesn't remember? No, it's just justice. Legally speaking, he can say, I don't remember. And he's right to say that. So you see, when it comes to relationship, friendship, you have to learn the other party. 
But in our relationship with God, the truth is that it says in the book of um, Psalm 139, he said he knows our frame. So God already knows us. So we should now rather be spending our time knowing him. Knowing him. Because sometimes you have conversations with uh, ladies and it's like they expect you to know that they need attention. Look, check your dad. One day I asked this question in, in church. I said, check your dad. I said, how many of you, your dad is very quiet? You know, if I didn't ask that question in church, many people did not know that all of them, their dads are the same. I said, how many of your dads are quiet? About 98% of the people in the church all lifted their hand. Let me try it here. How many of you, your dad is quiet? Everybody here has lifted their hand. Look, YouTube, everybody here in this studio has lifted their hand. How many of your dad are quiet? How many of your mom likes talking? So, that is the man. So, if the man, and, and, and the quiet is quiet, it's not because he's looking for someone to talk to him. Of far plans. <laughs> he's thinking. And have you noticed that as we keep growing, it's now happening to us. When we're not that grown, we're always, you know, talking. But as we keep growing, it's now happening to us. We, we notice that all the time, we want to sit, we want to also take plans. We didn't learn it all. It is in the calibration of the man. So when the man finds himself thinking just about himself and saying, I don't want, I don't want anybody to worry me, it means he doesn't want the relationship to work. Because if he wants the marriage to work, what he will have to do is that even though he doesn't want to talk to anybody, he will have to listen to the woman because the woman too wants to talk. And she also needs someone to listen to her. So you also have to, have to go and sit down. And listen, the woman is talking, you know, talking, you know, say, eh. And you have to even punctuate what she's saying, otherwise you are not listening. And now, me call, I want to know, and now, and now, while I was passing at the back, then the woman called me and said, are you sure? <laughs> if you go and ask the, ask the man, if you go and ask him, all this sign, is he really following the story? No. But he has to learn it. It doesn't mean it is fake. He has to learn it. There are many jobs people are doing today that it is not their passion. They learned it. Because the salary is good. The same way, the woman will also have to learn that there are certain moments that I have to give this man to be alone. And now he doesn't talk to me. You have to understand that it is not wired in his nature like that. So you see, at the end of the day, the balance. So when you see those who have working marriages, most of the time when you talk to them, you realize that people have to compromise for certain people in certain parts. What you call affection, right? I'm still using this to explain our relationship with God. What you call affection, right? That... Um, he said, uh, 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 um, I, I read in one article that a woman needs about 10 hugs in a week or something. And it helps boost her immune system, something, something. You saw it. 
Me, I, I don't need it. Do, do you understand? I don't need, I, my immune system, I need vitamin C. You understand? And it looks like, and I don't throw off things like that. It looks like when you ask them, it looks like it's actually a true thing. That when they are hugged, they are they feel nice, they feel good. Do you understand? So that means it's in their nature. So don't say because you too you don't like hugs that she shouldn't like hugs. You have to do it to make it work for her. That's a relationship. So the same way with God. How does a, a friendship with God become fostered? How does it work? Let me say something. Job said, he said, as I w- start from verse 1 in the TLB. Start from verse 1. He said, Job continues. He said, oh, for the years gone by when God took care of me. He said, when he lighted the way before me and I walked safely through the darkness. He said, yes, in my early years. Why is he in my early years? You see, what, what if you want to understand who Job was? The Bible says he was the richest man in the East. That means his friendship with God that he talked about, it made him a big person, made him a great person. But he actually said that in my year, early years, because you see, it takes time to know God so start early. A man's life is like a day. What I'm saying is biblical. A man's life is like a day. Bible talks about the day of the Lord. Bible talks about this is the day that the Lord has made. So a man's life is like a day. It's like a day of 24 hours. There's the morning of his life. There's the afternoon of his life. There's the evening of his life. There's even the dawn of his life. A man's life is like the day. So if naturally speaking, in a normal day, those who are productive are those who wake up early, then also in the day of a man, those who will succeed are those who wake up early in life. Don't find God when you are nearing death because you will not know him. I said it takes time to know God, so start early. So I'll take you through one or two points. I talked about um, what made Abraham and Moses, right, um, friends of God, right? But I'll, I'll give some more points on what makes one is prayer. Prayer or no, just put it this way, communication. Right? I'll use natural things to try and explain, but it goes beyond that. Now, when you are dealing with God, you need to understand there is the science of understanding God and there's the art of understanding God. In creation, everything was scientific. You can see the, the, the faith column drawn. You can see that it is God spoke, it came, it's scientific. You can see that you can follow it word by word. So God is actually scientific. God operates with formulas, principles. Anytime you hear laws, 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 we are dealing with science. Are you seeing? So anytime you hear law, it means God is being scientific. 
the law of gravity. So the law of the spirit of life had made me free from the law of sin and death. That's science. Because, let me put it in the natural science. The law of, of lift has made me free from the law of gravity. The moment you start dealing with laws, you are dealing with science. But God is also an artist because he molded man. What is the difference between the scientific part of God and the artistic part of God? In the scientific part of God, you are dealing with formulas, principles, and laws. In the artistic part of God, you are dealing with um, a more flexible. So when we are dealing with friendship with God, we are dealing with something that has to do more with flexibility. So when it comes to the friendship part of God, prayer, your prayer doesn't have to be accurate. Just the fact that you are spending time with God is enough. But when it comes to the scientific part, your prayer will have to be accurate. So if you want something done, are you getting what I'm saying? So when you want something done, you have to switch to the scientific part. But if you want to develop the friendship, you have to move to the artistic part. So, communication. You see, when you are dealing with God, the artistic part, you know, there are so many people who are praying and their prayers are not accurate, but God is using it to do something for them. It's the art of prayer. It's like there's an effect that that thing is having on them. It's helping them build because no true friendship can be built without time, attention, and communication. TAC. Because you can give someone your time and not give him your attention. You can give someone your attention and you're not communicating. I get it. So, the communication, the art of prayer is communication. Go to the message translation. You, you'd love this. Matthew chapter 6. Verse 5. You would love this. When I read I'm like, Ooh. Friendship with God. And when you come before God, don't turn into a theater, don't turn it into a theatrical production either. All these people making a regular show out of their prayers, hoping for stardom. Do you think God sits in a box seat? Continue. Here's what I want you to do. Find a quiet, secluded place so you you won't be tempted to role play before God. Just be there. It's simply and, and as simply and honestly as you can manage. The focus will shift from you to God and you'll begin to sense His grace. Powerful. The, the verse before that, go back again. And when you come before God, don't turn it into a theatrical production either. You know what he's saying? Oh God, thou art my God. Theatrical production. To thee do I come, oh God. Leave it alone. Art. He said, find a secluded place. Pour out your heart. Father, thank you. For me, when I say, thank you, Jesus, when I say it four, five, six, seven times, I start becoming arrested now. 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And there's a way to do it. Thank you, Jesus. You put your mind to it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for everything. Remember last year Thanksgiving, I told you, I said, you have to remember God to celebrate God. You have to put it in your mind. Remember all the things he has done. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And when I read the book, Good Morning, Holy Spirit, Pastor Benny said, every morning you will wake up, Good Morning, Holy Spirit. I noticed that normally, because it's not something I was doing, so it was difficult for me to wake up in the morning, because some mornings I wake up now, hey, then the first thing is, you pick your phone. Who has sent me a message? I'm, 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 I'm talking to somebody here. You are the, you are part. So, I noticed that the best way for me to be able to remember to say, Good Morning, Holy Spirit, is for me to put it in my phone reminder. So when I wake up, it's one of the first things I pick. When I pick my phone like this, I see, say good morning, Holy Spirit. I say good morning, Holy Spirit. Immediately, it makes me put my phone down. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for everything. What are you doing? You started building friendship. Start building friendship. Any friendship that builds in a short while doesn't last. Short while you just met a girl, we we know it will end soon. But the friendship that takes time to know the person, understand the person. There are some people you've been friends with them so long eh, that even if you fight, you even know the time you will come back. I think this refers to boys. I don't know about girls, though. Hey, girls can fight. And when you hear the story why they are fighting, you yourself say, ah. I know boys who fought. Hey, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. Less than an hour later, tell you the thing you do, I don't like. I don't like. And that was the end of the story. Hey, ladies, we love you. <laughs> He said, here's what I want you to do. Find a quiet, secluded place where you will not be tempted to role play before God. So, God is looking for the honesty. The honesty that's coming out of your heart. Honesty that's coming out of your heart. And it's so important to speak in tongues. Because I've told you already, I said that in the friendship, you don't... Imagine a friendship where it's one-sided. What would it be like? It's like the person is always pushing himself or herself, you know. It's like for, he's the only person who wants to be heard. Will that friendship work? No. If it's going to work, we must learn each other. All right? So in learning God, you realize from the word of God, God says that if you want to talk to me more accurately, speak in tongues. So don't say, I know. me. I want to say what's on my heart. You are not a good friend. He said that what he likes is that speaking to God is because I don't understand. He said, no, your spirit understands. And that's the one I want to relate with. So he says, when you start speaking in tongues, he says, my spirit prays. So the best way to activate your spirit is by tongues. So sometimes, you just lift your hand. You don't even know where to start from. He said, don't turn into a theatrical production. say, grandma, so has You know, even though we don't understand what we say in tongues, some way, somehow, we know what is going on. I can tell the tongues that is against averting evil. I can tell it's different from the tongues of love. 
I can tell it. How many of you can tell it? Sometimes, even when you are crying, when you are crying, you are praying and crying, you can tell this cry is for a problem. This cry is for adoration. You can tell the difference. So, you just find yourself. Father, I want to bless you. That blessing, you want to bless God. The best and accurate way to do it is by speaking in tongues. So, there's the prayer of fellowship with God, like I'm talking about this friendship. But that doesn't also replace what we call the, the scientific prayer. That is the prayer wake. There's a prayer wake. Like someone goes to work in 9 to 5, there's prayer wake. That's what we're doing at camp. That's work. That's scientific. We're looking for something. And, the, you know, those are formulas that you need to apply. But on the other side, it shouldn't, the fact that you've done this doesn't mean you shouldn't do the artistic one where you go, Father, thank you so much. For me, before services, before services, I said, God, thank you. Well, as, as, we, as we're going, I don't say as I'm going, as we're going, because I'm, I'm together with the Lord in, in the work. So, how do you know that? How, uh, you were saying something, he said, every word I give came to pass. What, what do you think was going on? No, 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 what do you think was going on? We're working together. God knows, I don't know. So, he whispers to me, uh, Osa, Osa, say Osa. So, you see me say, you Osa, my boldness is because God told me. Before I stepped up for this pneumatic canal, this is what God said to me. So, I'm not surprised that God said to me, he said, when you say it, I confirm it. When you say it, I confirm it. That's what he said to me. He said, when you say it, I confirm it. That's Thursday night. He said, when you say it, I confirm it. When you say it, I confirm it. So when I came out, my boldness was not, I, I'm not a powerful man of God. I'm a man with a powerful God. Praise the Lord. Are you enjoying the service? So you have to understand the science. You have to understand the arts. The communication. It should always be there. Always communicate. I say it takes time to know God. Now, someone say, for me, I've been talking to God. He doesn't talk back. Keep talking. Keep spending time. Keep spending time. And sometimes it's because God wants to give you a basis. Sometimes you don't even understand his word. So he can't talk to you. Why? You will not be able to tell the different voices if you don't, if you're not acquainted with his word. So you will not know what he is likely to say and what not likely to say. Because if you don't hear the word of God, a voice might tell you, this lady is somebody's wife, but you can go for her. I've given her to you. Then you know that the devil is talking. If you know the word of God, you know that what God has joined together, let no one put us under. So you can see that that's not God. So something that God wants to give you the basics. And amazingly, let me tell you something. There is a, the same way there is a, a relationship and communication with the Spirit of God. There's also a relationship with the Word of God. The Word of God, sometimes people say, I read the Bible, I didn't see any revelation. Keep reading. Keep reading. Keep reading. The next day, go and read again. Just read like a story. As you keep reading, one day, the Word of God, who is a person, the Word of God is not an it. The Word of God, who is a person, will now start revealing himself to you. And I used this to explain to you the last time. I said, sometimes you meet a lady, you are talking to her. She doesn't behave like she doesn't want to talk to you. As you keep talking to her, now she, before you were the one calling, now, out of 10 calls, she's not calling one. Out of 10 now, she's not calling five. Until now, she's now calling you more than you are calling her. 
Let's administer the word of God. As you keep opening it, as you keep going into it, you know, don't worry yourself with, I want to see a big revelation. No. He said he reveals to the one who, cover, who, who love him. Understand? He reveals to his friends. So that means God is getting there with you. He's not there with you yet. And don't beat yourself over it. You are unable to, you know, I'm unable to hear God. Don't beat yourself over it. Behave like, do the Eliezer principle. God, you don't like me, I like you. Alright? So you keep studying the word of God. As you keep studying the word of God, you will realize that one day, all the things you are studying, God will use it to talk to you. Then you keep talking to you. Then you start. Then the communication is moving on. You see? All the boys who have talked to girls before, you understand what I'm saying? Like, you start talking, you ask her, what, what are you doing? She said, nothing. Why are you going? She said, nothing. She said, the next day you call her, uh, uh, how are you? Fine. What's going on? Nothing much. Then all the conversation has, conversation has stopped. Then as time keeps going on, you start making conversation. One day, she now talks back about something. You now start talking about something. And you know one of the best things that makes it work with relationship is that when the two of you are talking about something you are all interested in. If you like, start intercession and, know, and see if God will not talk to you. He's interested in souls. You're also interested in souls. So the moment you guys start talking about souls, you understand? His, his, his interest is triggered. He loves it. You get it? So communication. Make time for fellowship with God. I'm not talking about quiet time that you do in the morning, you just read the devotion and go. Make time for fellowship with God. You can, you can kick it off with singing. A lot of the time. Because one of the ways that the Spirit of God expresses Himself is through songs. Sometimes you can just be watching it. Then you pick a song. The whole atmosphere will change. Sometimes you don't even plan. That I was not planning to sing. Like this song. When I was driving to, um, when we were driving to Pneumatica Night. I am trusting the Lord Jesus. I was just singing. Trusting only thee. Trusting thee in full salvation. Great and free. You know, let me tell you something. Jesus Christ said, He talked about the children. He said, For such as these. Oh. That means the little boy, the little girl in you has to be awake. That's all of you. You, 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 you know? It doesn't work like that. Someone told me, says, I'm not emotional, so do I have to cry? And I said, you see, desire it. Desire to break. <laughs> desire to break. It, it, it doesn't mean you are not spiritual. You're actually spiritual, but there's something that you, you need to crack. You need to crack. It has nothing to do with being emotional. Me, or normal, I'm a hard guy. But if we start thinking about Jesus right now, I can start crying right now. You know why? It's not the normal emotions. And I say this to the ladies. It don't, don't just apply just your normal ability to be emotional. No, there is a spiritual thing. It's a cracking. It's a spiritual cracking. Sometimes it happens when you are praying. You find yourself praying, praying, praying. Then within the prayer, you just realize that you have cracked. I am trusting, trusting only thee. 
I am trusting, trusting, trusting only Thee. I am trusting, trusting only Thee. I am trusting, trusting. Trusting For me, sometimes, a lot of the time, the songs we sang in, in children's church, those songs helped me a lot. Because the little boy in you has to be awake. Don't grow up for God. He said, such as these, God welcomes childlike people, not childish people. Childlike. He welcomes us. Let that little boy that can sleep on the ground, let that little boy be awake. 